Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Dr. Brian McElroy, who is a primary care physician in Ireland. He has been doing that for about eight years. He's also a longtime student of the Alexander Technique, and he has recently enrolled in an Alexander Technique teacher training course. Uh, he's actually in his third year. And uh, we're going to talk on the topic, the Alexander Technique and Awakening. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Robert. Well, it's, a, like pleasure. it's a pleasure talking to you. Uh, let's start with what is the Alexander Technique for uh, people in our audience who are not familiar with it. Sure. So for me, the Alexander Technique involves a process of transformation. Uh, practicing the technique involves shifting from an internal reliance on familiar thinking, feeling, and behavioral patterns to living in a more present, intelligent, receptive, and creative manner. So that's that's my working definition of the of the technique. Sure. And what could you also now say what you mean by awakening? Sure. So I like um the work of an author called Stephen Taylor who wrote a book called Waking from Sleep. So I'm taking this description from his book. Mm -hmm. So he describes awakening experiences as a state of being in which our vision of the world and our relationship to it are transformed. An experience of clarity, revelation and joy in which we become aware of a deeper level of reality, perceive a sense of harmony and meaning and transcend our normal sense of separateness from the world. So, and he goes on further to describe that these experiences give us a glimpse of the world of beauty, meaning and unity that lies beyond the normal human world of separation and suffering. Um, and he describes this more awakened world as a world which we can inhabit permanently, um, or at least more often. So for me, the, the Alexander Technique has been um, a process of awakening. Um, uh, uh, I guess when I, when I first came to the technique myself, um, I was in a little bit of a mess. Um, I had finished my first year of uh, working in, in, a, in a medical setting, um, and it had really been a shock to me. Um, I had worked 60 to 100 hours a week, and um, uh, during the course of the year had been subject to very challenging working environments, which included uh, a kind of bullying experience. So um, I also had... Um, about three years of lower back pain before I encountered the technique. Um, so, so in in, in my first lesson, um, I, I, I explained my symptoms um, to my teacher at the time, um, and I guess f from there, really, it was it was it was kind of like an awakening experience. Mm -hmm. um, so. Um, during that first lesson, um, my teacher, whose, whose name was Kenneth, um, he 
he listened to my complaints about my back with, with a receptivity and sensitivity that was quite unfamiliar to me. Um, I picked up immediately in his body language an unusual kind of lightness and vibrancy. Um, after a brief verbal exchange of an educational nature of what the technique was about, um, he slowly began to direct my attention to the whole of my body, the whole of the room, the sounds, the images that were available in my immediate attention. And he asked me to engage in this process in a first-person, present-moment perspective. Um, so so we w then went through, I guess, what would be considered more kind of conventional aspects of, a, of an Alexander Technique lesson. We did, we did a lot of uh, sitting, standing, sitting, standing. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess what was remarkable about the experience is that he constantly reminded me to bring my attention into what was immediately available to me through the senses, through, through my eyes and ears. So, and even though I was in pain, he, he encouraged me to accept the pain as best I could, um, all the while um, uh, bringing my attention more and more outward. Um, and I guess on retrospect, I feel that um, I, I, I think I, I was in quite a reactive kind of state, you could say, going into, going into him, essentially. Um, my tendency would have been to um, uh, uh, kind of move around in my chair a lot to try and reduce the level of pain mm -hmm. um, and uh, try and avoid the pain as much as possible. And at an emotional level, this would have been kind of predominant as well. If, if I was in some emotional pain, I, I would kind of squirm away from that as well. Um, so this was very new to me and, and I guess with the experience I have now I, I see that what he was teaching me in an indirect way was inhibition so he was teaching me not to react to the pain but to be with it whilst directing my attention um, through my body and into my immediate environment in a more constructive way um, so, so, I, so over the course of the 45 or 60 minutes my, my attention and sense of self expanded to include the whole of my body, the whole of the room, and even what was outside the room, the, the, the leaves rustling on the branches of the tree outside. Um, and my pain did indeed dissolve. Um, I felt lighter in my body. Um, and when the session finished, um, yeah, I, I guess I, I couldn't remember feeling as um, light and free in my body for, for a long, long time. So it, it was really quite remarkable. Mm -hmm. So I think I think people usually um, who who take Alexander lessons will say that one of the things that happens to them is they become much more aware of their own body and, and how it it reacts to various external situations. Um, less so the kind of more global awareness that you're talking about, although people do talk about that as well. I wonder if that, it, do you connect that with your idea of awakening, which goes, I would, from, from what I've read of, of it, 
seems to take that to a new, uh, uh, even higher level. So not just awareness of stuff, but almost a spiritual kind of um, state to be in. Yes, yeah, I, I guess I purposefully avoid the word spiritual because it has so many connotations. But sure. Yeah, you, you could say that there was very much a sense of, of, of lightness about my experience. Um, I, I think it was a remarkable experience in that I, I had been interested in spirituality and, and meditation for a number of years before that and would often, I guess, take myself away to be in isolation to practice meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a very different experience for me, um, which involved being in my body in a very ordinary sense in, in one way, um, uh, with his kind of light touch opening up a new sense of what it was like to be in my body, and with his subtle suggestion uh, or suggestions um, redirecting my attention away from uncomfortable feelings within my body to a more global sense of being in my body and part of the room as well, or within the room as well. Um, and that, that was quite new for me, and, and uh, it, it was quite a change for me. Yeah. You know, I, when I um, read your description of Awakening and saw the short video you, you posted on YouTube, I it, it caused me to think back on my early Alexander experience, which was very different, I think, from yours. Um, I had a teacher that did no speaking at all, to, or very little, and everything seemed to be very much focused on uh, improving uh, my physical situation and it was very effective at that and I didn't at the time and, and quite honestly not all that much since then um, thought of the Alexander technique in that wider capacity I've been more focused on the physical aspects how do you learn to walk more easily and how do do whatever you do more easily, but I started thinking back on the timeline of my first lesson and the timeline of an interest various what you might call metaphysical or spiritual interests that came into my life and and an awful lot of them came came into my life within a fairly short time after starting Alexander lessons. Uh, I. For a while, I was reading about Buddhism all the time and various other things, somewhat superficially, no doubt. Um, but I, I had not actually made that connection before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's yeah, I think it's really remarkable because having having spent a, a couple of years now in Bristol and having visited different schools in different countries, mm-hmm. I, I think you will often find some books of that nature in libraries and I think from meeting people I, 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 I sense that I'm not the only one who has experiences of this nature. I, I think people do describe um, feeling lighter in themselves um, feeling more expansive um, and having a sense of ease as they go about their day-to-day experiences, a sense of harmony of some sort. Um, and in terms of what you first mentioned in um, the focus on the body um, I, I guess 
my first teacher was was quite influenced by David Gorman, who, who I've read up on in the meantime, mm-hmm. and he very much um, emphasizes how the the head, and in particular the sense organs in the head, the eyes and the ears, are intimately connected with what we call primary control. And on retrospect, I feel that that's what my teacher was helping me with. Um, I feel like in many ways, the year or two before lessons, I spent a lot of time stuck in my head, stuck in like thoughts, a lot of which were very stressful and negative. Um, And by kind of encouraging subtly my attention, like um, uh, bit by bit to become more aware of my surroundings, my the use of myself just improved quite spontaneously i think um um if that makes sense i feel like there was there was there was a sense of of expansion both in my attention but also in my in my physicality as well mm-hmm. yeah i that makes sense perfect sense to me and that that i i experienced uh, a, a good deal of that as well but i i never took it to uh, i never made a connection to anything much beyond okay now my my movements are easier um my body shape has changed in a nice way i got taller old clothes don't fit anymore all of these you know great things but i i personally was very focused on the physical on just can i move more easily can i do things better that I that I do I I wasn't I haven't in the past and even today I don't tend to go much beyond that and I think probably that's true of a fair number of Alexander teachers I don't know that Alexander himself for example got too far beyond that although in some ways he did what 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 would be your take on that yeah, I think I think like in in Alexander's writings, he he often alludes to like like things like fear reflexes, um, a generalized sense of anxiety, and I feel like he was probably working as much with that, with people helping them to um, work with that, um, as much as he was helping their their, um, I guess, the antagonistic mechanisms of their muscular action to work more in harmony. Um, so, so I, I feel that he was he was quite aware of that as well. And I like in other areas of his writings, he speaks about the 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 technique being kind of a forerunner to all other teachings and all other practices, and almost at, at sometimes even speaking about that it has the potential to end wars, which were. Um, I guess prevalent at the time, um, uh, so I think he kind of I think he was tuned in to something along these lines. I'm I'm obviously using different language in uh, at the moment, but I, I think he was tuned into to to the to the this this it, what I think is the this kind of um, huge potential of the technique to to work as much in the psychological or spiritual realm as in the physical realm. Yeah. Well, if you look at think about the title of his first book, Man's Supreme Inheritance, um I I my understanding of what he meant by that was that we we have the ability 
using our minds to influence the way we go through life, how we use ourselves. And it's up to us. And, and that is, that's our supreme inheritance. And it would be good if we used it. Um, <laughs> and, and the implications, he certainly talked about the implications going far beyond the individual. Uh, and as you say, he saw it as something that would affect society as a whole and mankind as a whole. But beyond, I mean, beyond that, it, it didn't seem to me, when, when I was training in England 35-odd years ago, there wasn't a lot of talk about that kind of thing by te most teachers. There were a few, but mostly it was about, uh, let's, uh, let's get rid of some of that tension that you're producing in yourself and you know learn to move more easily with more conscious awareness sure well sure yeah yeah I, and i think i i think i guess how people interpret and experience the technique is is so diverse and i, I think some teachers and some teaching schools are are I guess emphasize more the physical than the psychological or spiritual but having visited maybe four or five schools myself I think that there is a diversity and I don't know how it was when you were training but right now I feel that there is kind of a shift happening that we're really recognizing the the, the psychological and social implications of the technique um, there was at the Congress in Chicago, I came across um, uh, a wonderful project by two people who had met at the 2016 Congress, and both of them had had remarkable psychosocial changes in their lives. And they'd done a, an online survey where they got 188 people to fill out a questionnaire. 94% um, of people stated that the technique had had positive psychosocial uh, uh, changes in their lives and 70 more than 70% stated that the technique had significantly positive psychosocial changes mm -hmm. um, and they defined psychosocial changes as changes that have occurred in a person's self-image relationship to oneself um, availability of emotions um, healing of past traumas ability to manage depress depression or anxiety uh, inducing stimuli sexual orientation, work identity, um, introversion, extroversion. So I, th I think the, I think the, the, the psychosocial implications or perhaps spiritual implications of the techniques, uh, I think are underemphasized. Um, and th that was certainly my experience. Um, uh, Ellen Beerhorst, who's one of the clinical the, the clinical psychologist behind the project mm -hmm. described how um, sh they were particularly interested in experiences where there was a dissolving of the body armor that a person may have had um, to separate themselves to an awareness from their usual construct of themselves or their environment. And I, I think that's that's really, I can really relate to that experience firsthand. I feel like... Um, before the technique, I, I, I had in, a, in kind of like a unconscious effort to shield myself from the difficult work um, uh, 
work environment, I, I had built up a lot of tension in, in my body, but also in my in my psyche. And I, I think when when tension is released from the body, a, a certain percentage of psychological tension is released as well. Um, and they describe this in, in, in their, they, they've made a, a documentary, which is, is free to watch. But you hear about people who who go into their first lesson and and have quite significant releases of of emotional um, of emotional energy, uh, perhaps you could call it, um, and, and their their lives change quite significantly from from the moment of that first meeting with an Alexander Technique teacher. Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, is is there anything else that you would like to say on this general topic? before we uh, bring a conversation to an end? Sure. Um, so I guess I, I'm really, really interested in this as a topic. Um, I've, I've, I've kind of sent out feelers to see if other people are interested, and I, I, I'm considering writing a book or some sort of manual on the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got three or four other people on board. I'd be really delighted to hear from other people. Um, my website is brianmackelroygp.com. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, we'll put and a, I'll put a link to that by the interview. So wonderful, yeah, wonderful. And in in the blog part of that, I'll 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 have a link to a PDF I wrote about my experiences in a bit more detail. Right. And I'll also write uh, I'll also make a link to um, the eighty the eighty story that I just mentioned, um, uh, which which um, described the document the the the. Uh, Conversations these two people had with with pupils and teachers, as well as the results of the surveys they done. Okay, great. Well, um, so what I'll do is uh, by the interview, post put a link to your website, and anyone who's interested in following up or contacting you or getting more information on this topic, and I I assume that PDF is uh, the the, the uh, you. The, the same thing that you gave me a copy of yes, at the yes, Congress. Indeed it is. So I, I absolutely recommend uh, anyone who's at all interested in this general topic go to Brian Brian's site and uh, download that PDF and um, follow up with him if you want to be a part of projects related to this. So. Um, Brian, thank you so much for uh, being on the show today. This has been fascinating. Thank you very much, Robert. Thank you.